0: the same it's true but as the seasons change they change me too and maybe if I mastered the courage I could face the shifting winds and flourish through On. Stay strong like a cedar Lebanon. Ooh,
1: yeah. Well, there you are. Welcome to Redemption's Table. I'm Robert Barge, your host, and you just heard the first part of another great song by singer-songwriter Sky Peterson. The song, Cedar of Lebanon, off Sky's recently released EP, Wonder of It All. Thank you, Sky, for allowing us permission to share your music here at the table. Well, here we are in the last full week of February. And I don't know about you, but I'm still thinking it's the first of the year. I'm still pondering a question I received back in the early days of January. One day, I awakened from a nap in the immediacy of a probing question. And whenever I am immediately consumed with a thought out of the blue, especially as I am first waking up in the morning or after a nap, I recognize this thought probably came from God. He caught me in an unguarded moment. Here's the question. How far outside the box are you willing to go? I've been pondering that for a month and a half. My first response was, God, you know I like outside the box. Outside the box is a place of faith. Read the Bible. God was always challenging individuals to follow him somewhere outside the box. Noah, build me a big boat to house animals. Abraham, pull up your tent stakes, leave the place you know as home, and go to, well, you just keep going till I tell you to stop, and when you get there, I'll let you know. All through Scripture, God, and Jesus too, would roll up on someone and lead in either one of two directions. Either something like, hey Isaiah, my people are putting me in the box again. In my name, go mess with the box. In my name, go jostle the box. Or, hey Nicodemus, you're trapped in a religious box. Step out of the box and follow me. That question, how far outside of the box are you willing to go? seems the majority of my life these past 20 years have been lived outside the box, But one of the things I've discovered about living outside the box is how quickly we want to put up some corrals and fences in order to make us more comfortable out here in the unknown, in order to control the holy, wild nature of God. And so that question, how far outside of the box are you willing to go, was a question I needed because few of us are as outside the box as we dream ourselves to be. One of my heroes of the faith is Clarence Jordan. Clarence attended the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, and in 1938, he graduated from Southern with a Ph.D. in Greek New Testament. In 1942, Clarence and his wife, Florence, bought 440 acres near the town of Americus, Georgia, and he named it Koinonia Farm. Now, Koinonia is the Greek word for fellowship or communion, and is used 20 times in the New Testament, including the book of Acts, Acts 2.42, that talks about the early church. It says, "...and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers." This is a great definition of the early followers of Jesus. This is the birth of the church. The church as Jesus created it to be, as Jesus intended it to be. So Clarence bought the 440 acres. In 1942, he established Koinonia Farm. He gathered a few families to work and live on the land and to share a common table, money, and possessions black and white families, black and white Christians in the Jim Crow South, creating, as Clarence would describe it, a demonstration plot for the kingdom of God. In other words, those 440 earthly acres were actually being transformed into 440 kingdom of God acres. What Clarence Jordan did was biblical genius— He didn't just do it on a whim. He prepared himself. He studied God's Word, got a Ph.D. in Greek New Testament, and then he lived and obeyed God's Word, giving a beautiful example, an incredible example of what God imagines and hopes and desires for all who live here on earth. He did this from 1942 to 1969. This is a stunning example of what it means to step outside the box now you can only imagine this was not popular in the deep south Clarence was churched that's a cleaned up way of saying kicked out of his local Baptist church he was church one week and went back to worship the next week I love that they only kicked him out as a member not as a worshiper now, he didn't worship the box anyway on one occasion, he wrote, there were 93 carloads of Ku Klux Klansmen slowly driving past Koinonia Farm. I guess they were driving so slow, someone counted them like box cars, pun intended. And Clarence later learned these same Klansmen had just had a big mass rally in Americas, which was opened in prayer by a Baptist preacher. I can't even read that without experiencing deep shame. During his 27 years at Koinonia Farm, Clarence wrote several books, including several volumes of one of my personal favorites, The Cotton Patch Gospel. It was described as a modern translation with a southern accent, fervent, earthy, rich in humor. Here's an example. Romans three twenty-three. It's a very well known verse of scripture. And those who can quote Romans 323 know it goes like this all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, this is the cotton patch version. All sinned and flunked out on God's glory. <laughs> Just last week I finished reading a new collection of Jordan's writings called The Inconvenient Gospel. The last chapter is called The Humanity of God, and it was shared by Clarence Jordan a few months before his death in 1969. What he wrote offers a glimpse of what you and I might expect if we choose to follow Jesus outside the box. Here are a few paragraphs, and Jordan is talking about two books of the Bible, the Gospel of Luke. And the book of Acts, both written by the same person, by Luke. And he says this, he says, You will note a very close similarity between these two biographies. Both give birth narratives. In the first volume, Mary is Jesus' mother. In the second volume, the church takes the place of Mary, and God implants His Holy Spirit in the church to bring forth a new kind of Son of God on the face of the earth. And it's that Son of God who is still up to His old work, preaching, teaching, and healing. So the book of Acts is going to tell us about Jesus who has been raised from the dead, who is alive and who is working now not through one body, Jesus of Nazareth, but through many bodies which make a whole, his church. He talks about Luke first. He says, Mary was told in volume one that she would give birth to a son and that son would be the son of the most high and that a sword would pierce her heart. She learned later that the sword that pierced her heart was the babe that was formed in her womb, and she tried to keep him. She was told that he was God's son, but the mother instinct in her wanted to keep him. She wanted him for her son. When she went to the temple with him when he was 12 years old and he got interested in the ministerial association meeting and didn't get with them on the way back, she then came back and in a great fluster of anger said to Jesus, "'What's the matter with you? "'Your daddy and I have been looking for you "'all over everywhere, "'and here you are at the ministerial meeting. "'Why did you grieve us like that?' "'She was saying to him, "'You're my son.' "'He was saying to her, "'Yes, mother, I am your son, "'but I am my father's son also. "'Didn't you know that I had to be "'about my father's business?' Later on, after he had been preaching and getting himself into trouble, his mother and brothers come to him in the shadow of the cross, and I know what they want with him. They want to say, now look, Jesus, you're about to take this thing too far. You come on home and be a good boy. We can give you a job as foreman in the woodworking division of the carpenter shop, and I want you to forget about all of this business of being the Messiah and all like that. I know what his mother and these brothers wanted. They wanted to keep him in the family. But Jesus' word to them was, Who is my mother and my brother and my sister? Whoever does the will of my father is my mother and my brother and my sister. When we get... Over finally to the crucifixion when Mary relinquished him and gave him away, gave him to humankind as God intended him to be. At last, when she lost him, she became his mother. The church, in a very real sense, gives birth to sons of God. She is the womb in which they are conceived. In my own case, this was true. Jordan writes, the little Baptist church in which I grew up nurtured me. In its womb, I learned the scriptures. I suckled at its breast. And the little church thought that it not only was my mother, but also my father. And when I had to go about my father's business, the church said, no, son, you are piercing our hearts. We don't want to give you up. And when I finally persisted in going about my father's business, my mother The church renounced me. It is hard for a mother whose womb conceives a child of God to quit being a mother and let that child get about the father's business. Jordan says, I think this is the real tension between preachers and their congregations today. Preachers are nourished in the church. They are educated by it. They love it. It has been the unbiblical cord to life for them. And I just want to pause right here and include not just preachers, but anyone who has been discipled and brought up within a family of faith, like I was, like many of you who are listening were. He goes on to write, and yet, when they get on about their father's business, when we get on about our father's business, maybe getting in jail, getting in demonstration, spending themselves to do the will of the Father, the church says, no, child, come be my child. Stop being so much like your father. That's when we have to say, no, mother, I must be about my father's business. And he goes on to say, I think this is the trouble of our youth today. This was written in, shared in 1969, and I really don't think a whole lot has changed. He says, we have been too successful with our religious education. We've finally gotten our children to catch the point. And so they get the idea that God is to be obeyed. He is to be followed. And when these kids get out with visions in their heads and dreams in their hearts and start following the very God we have nurtured within them, then we say, no child, be my child Don't be so much like your father. Well, when you dare to step outside the box, many who are still in the box are not going to understand. They will misunderstand your heart. They'll misunderstand your motives. Or sometimes the organized box believes they are to be the originator and controller of all good ideas, yea, even of all God ideas. And if they didn't think it up, who are you to be stepping out and doing this or that? Well, I have to remind us all of Joel chapter 2, verse 28, the prophet of Joel Here's what he said in the last days. He said, and afterwards, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Word prophesy means preach. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. It's exciting to report. I've been seeing a lot of outside the box. Only God could have thought of that ventures these last few years. Case in point, just look what is happening at Asbury University right now and has begun to spread to other college campuses across the nation. Well, to land this plane this week, here's one final thought. To go outside the box begins just one step beyond the norm. How far outside the box are you willing to go? Would you just spend some time with God and ask him, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, what is that one step for me that is beyond the norm and outside the box? Well, there you are we return now to sky peterson's song cedar of lebanon and just listen to these next few lyrics as she sings these february skies they don't scare me anymore what a beautiful place to step out go check out all of sky's music on your favorite listening platforms and until next time keep stepping outside the box
0: be that strong but your love will stand in the winter storm